God is good all the time. God is good. <laughs> it is uh, wonderful to be together this morning. I know many of us have said good morning to each other, and this is a word that I've been wrestling through this week. Is the word good? And we're going to get into it this morning. Uh, before we begin, those of you who may not know who I am, my name is Andrew. I'm one of the pastors on staff, and I'm just excited uh, to bring the word this morning to you. We have been going through uh, the fruit of the Spirit, as Dan was sharing. Uh, we're calling it out of the orchard, is the idea. Um, that the fruit of the Spirit is the Spirit that's been working in us and the things that come out in our lives. Uh, so we've been talking through the various uh, fruit of the Spirit, not going through them in any order. Those of you who have been with us have known we have jumped around a little bit. And then uh, this morning we come to, to goodness. And the word goodness, is, is this was uh, the topic that I was, uh, you know, decided to preach on here, is uh, it's, a tough, it's a tough word. Because cause how do you define goodness? I've sat with people in the, in the last few days, and, and one person told me, is like, the word goodness is such a, just like a plain type word, like a milk toast type word. What do you, how do you describe it? What does it really mean? <clears throat> what is good? Uh, because what may be good to me may not be good to you. And then in particular, as we think about the fruit of the Spirit. What, is, what does that mean for us? So we're going to dive into this uh, a little bit this morning. <clears throat> I will let you know that there is a different passage that I was beginning to work on. It's actually still in the bulletin, I believe. And as sometimes when you begin to dive into the Word and spend time with the Lord, He gives you a different direction. So uh, I went away from the original passage there in First Peter um, to... A passage that I'm sure is familiar to many of us in John 15, 1 to 8. And that's where we want to, to go today. And I'll explain kind of why I feel the Lord is, has led there. So why don't we all stand here as we normally do for the reading of God's word. John 15, 1 to 8. I am the true vine. And you know, I wanted to show that video this morning because it, it showed the idea that God's the one that brings growth. It's the idea of a journey. And so that's why I wanted to show that video this morning. It talked about a few of the fruit of the Spirit we already have gone through. <clears throat> John 15, 1 to 8. I'm reading from the ESV translation. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears fruit. For apart from me you could do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. This is the word of the Lord. Let's, be to God. Let's just pray as we begin our time in the word this morning. Dear Lord, we thank you again that we are able to be in this place together. Thank you that you are a good God. We've sung about that this morning. We're going to hear about it in your word. Thank you that you are good. And even in the times where we struggle with, with that, Lord, in ourselves, we remember that you are good. 
And so help our focus to be fully on you this morning. May the words I say be your words, Father. And may they go deep into our lives as we saw in that video, Lord. You are the one who waters the seed. You are the one who brings growth. You are the one who's given us your Holy Spirit that flows out of us, that these fruits, Lord, flow out of us. And may that be so. And may the things we hear this morning not just be words that I am saying, Lord. May they be your, your truth that will go deep in our lives and also flow out to others around us, Lord, to those who need to know you, who you love. And so thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we have, the freedom we have to hear from your word. And may this morning be an impactful morning for all of us here as we're in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So like I said, I've been thinking about this word good and, and, and the last sermon I was able to share with you was on gentleness and I spoke about let's define that word and as I said, this one's a little trickier to do. Um, so as I think about the word goodness and good, uh, a few things have, have come to my mind is I realize I say the word a lot. I say it a lot as a parent and, and one thing I've caught myself saying and as I've been prepping has come to my mind is whenever I leave the house... I say to my kids, to my four kids, I say, be good. Be good. And as I've been in this text and, and spending time with the Lord, I've really wrestled with, what, what does that even mean? What am I even saying to my, to my kids? Be good. I mean, you could say it means behave, like do things that are good. Behave. But it's, it goes so much deeper than that as we look at this word goodness. But I've really been challenging myself on, on, on even saying that to my kids. So that's one thing. When I think of the word goodness, I also realize I say, oh my goodness, a lot. Sometimes when I'm surprised, I say, oh my goodness. Or sometimes when I'm frustrated, I say, oh my goodness. Like, wh- why are we using this word in this sense of exasperation and, and surprise? Once again, it goes deeper than that. And as I said, what, what really is, is good? Good can, usually means a comparison. You're comparing something, comparing something to another thing. So I could say I'm a good basketball player in comparison to my two-year-old son Malachi, and that would probably be true. I'd hope so. But if Kawhi Leonard walked into the gym and I said I'm a good basketball player, then I'm no longer that good. I was able to play basketball this week with my small group. It's a season of last, as, as I think most of us here know, that we're moving on here soon from Caronport and very bittersweet. So a lot of lasts are happening. And last time with my grade 12 guys, we decided to play basketball. It was a bit of a mistake. Um, we had Luke Gobbett is in my group. I don't know if you know Luke. He's a great basketball player. But I beat him at 21, so that was all right. But I'm paying for it now. But once again, in comparison, we usually compare that. Oh my goodness, we say, right? And I, when I think about music, there's a lot of songs about being good. No, not really. There's a lot of songs about being bad. For example, Michael Jackson, bad. I'm bad, I'm bad, I know it. Bad to the bone, bad, bad, Leroy Brown, bad love. You look up lists bad with the word bad in songs, you can find countless number of songs about bad there's not many songs out there that say i'm so good i'm so good my heart's so good that's really interesting why don't we celebrate goodness we seem to celebrate 
bad in our world. We see a lot of that. And as you look to define this word, you can look to the Greek, and I'm going to probably butcher saying this, but agathosuni. And this is the Greek word. When you look up the word goodness, this is the Greek word. It means uprightness of heart and life. It's used four times in the New Testament only. One example is 2 Thessalonians 1.11. So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. May he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. That's one of the references for this word. Uprightness of heart and life. And as I said, I decided to change passages. I felt led to do that. The original passage I had was about living good in a world that we are aliens and that this world has a lot of evil around it and we need to be good. But I really feel the message I want to deliver today is... That God is good. He's the source of goodness. And so what does it mean? And so that's why I decided to come to the passage we're in today in John 15. Because he's talking about being the true vine. And abiding in him and remaining in him and how he prunes us. So that is why I decided to switch that. You know, I've heard as I've been out and about, when people ask me where I'm from, when I'm rapping or speaking, I say I'm from Cairnport. And one thing I hear a lot is, oh, there's such good people, such good people in Cairnport. And that's true. Absolutely. I don't disagree with them whatsoever. But once again, what, what, what does that mean? What are they saying even when they say that? This whole series, we've called it Out of the Orchard. And I thought about, we've been talking a lot about the fruit, rightfully so. We're discussing the fruit of the Spirit. But what is the, what's the orchard? What's the heart behind this? Why Pastor Josh uh, came up with this particular image. And I think for myself, my interpretation of it is that the orchard could be like our, it's our heart. A big, a big thing I want to point us to today is goodness. We could define it as we've talked about in many various ways. But the key to goodness is it's, it's, it's a heart issue. Out of the orchard, these things, these fruits come out of our heart. And when we think about goodness as well, we think back to creation, right? God created everything. And he said it was, it is good. As we go through the the story of creation, he said, it is good, it is good. And when he created man, he said, it is very good. And I don't know about you, but many times I don't feel very good. See, goodness does not come naturally to us, does it? Evil does, if we're honest. We're sinful people since the fall. But in the beginning, everything was good. It was perfect. See, God, he alone is good. And the most important thing I think that's really stuck out to me is that God's essence, his very nature is good. We've sung about it this morning. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. But yet, here is the challenge is he's calling us to live out this goodness. How can we do this? If our mark is God and he is all good, how can we as sinful fallen people be good? And that's the wrestle. And that's what I've been wrestling with in this passage. How can I even tell you guys? How do you, how do you be good? I think we need to point to 
this passage as we're talking about in some ways. You know, Luke 6.45 says this, A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. I love that image. This idea that th- the things that are in us, if we are connected to the Lord, if, if we are dwelling with him as we're going to get into here a bit, then those things are going to flow out of us, out of the orchard. But an evil person produces evil things from an evil heart. There is a battle of good and evil and that wrestles within us. That's why we say God is good all the time. We aren't. I don't say Andrew's good all the time because it's not true. But we are followers of Jesus and he calls us, he calls us to, to be good. Good is more than just action. In this, in this series, as I said, I preach on gentleness and Pastor Josh has, has preached on, on faithfulness and patience. And a lot of these are, are actions. And goodness can definitely be an action. We do good things. But so do a lot of people who don't know Jesus. So what's the difference? Even Dan was saying this morning, what's the difference between someone who is a a Muslim person and sees someone hurting and goes up to them and does a good thing for them? What's the difference? Is that goodness? See, I think the difference is that the goodness that we have is from the Lord. The, the king of all, the, the God who is so good. And so one thing that, I, that the Lord really has showed me, I believe, through his word and through some others affirming it as well, is that found here in Exodus 33, 18 and 19. Now let's read this. Moses.